Welcome to Scare Zone Halloween Horror Nights podcast slash Scare Zone Fun Sized on YouTube. Though I don't know if this would be very fun sized. I'm here at the Airbnb, the world famous Airbnb, as we like to call it, in the Tiki Lounge, in the Tiki Room Lounge. I'm here with uh, the other lounger, the the Sasquatch, Sasquatch lounger. lounger. Yeah, but Mr. Bart Scott, I'm here, and uh, the, the the other barman, my buddy. I'm a barman. You know, the person like, who likes to... I thought you were saying vermin for some reason. I'm like, I'm a rat? The man but who pours no, the drinks, yeah. pours them hard. Yeah, we got some cocktails going on right now. Yeah, and uh, it is about 10, 15, 10, 10 yeah. on 10, 10. Monday night, October... 4th or 5th? It's the 5th. Today's yeah. the 5th. October yeah. 5th. And we have been down here for about 40 hours-ish. We got down here on Sunday afternoon, and last night... And today we went full Halloween crazy. Sorry if we're very understated. It's late. It's quiet. This is a this is a more chill version of yeah. But we wanted to give you guys uh, sort of some instant reactions. Last night we went to Patrick Braillard and Kim Grommel's Tunnel of the Damned at the Orlando Forum on I Drive, and then today we were able to do uh, a lot of things at Universal Orlando that were Halloween related slash obviously Halloween Horror Nights related. So we had a lot of fun doing that. But I think we probably should just break it on down. Yeah. So should we start with Tunnel of the Damned? Yeah, let's do it uh, chronologically. Let's okay, start there. so we got here. We got all checked in. We went to the Boathouse to pregame. We did. Over at Disney Springs. We wanted to, for, for WDW today, we do also, we wanted to kind of have a uh, some, some Disney content. information. Yeah, so we to say. Yeah. Right. And we were uh, here in Kissimmee at the, you know, the Airbnbs and Reunion Resort, so it's, it's kind of right in that area. So we have to kind of go there to get to Orlando. So we went there, and then uh, we moved our way to Tunnel of the Damned. We met up with... Scott Garland, Scotty Too Hotty, and his son Keegan, and uh, we we went to it. And yeah, I'd say first, it. first we have to say thank you to them. Uh, they definitely took care of us, and we appreciate that. Uh, because as you know, media haunted media, horror media, or you want to call it theme park media, uh, we're able to come out here and give you our feedback, our reviews, and our thoughts on all of these things. And thankfully, a lot of people recognize that a lot of you guys listen. So we appreciate that, and we appreciate them uh, keeping us involved in Tunnel of the Damned since they announced. Now, that being said, we know that Tunnel of the Damned will be going through two more phases. Uh, so I don't know if we'll be able to see all three phases. Likely not. Uh, so this is on the first phase that's open right now as you're hearing this. Uh, here's what I'll say. From a uh, from my point of view, you guys can jump in. Uh, if we're talking just uh, the aesthetic uh, and the actors that are in it, specifically uh, your setup to go in. Right. It's first class. I think the sets are are very basically on the timeline. We know they had. I think the set design was uh, was pretty impressive. Well, and it, it starts with a uh, a very interactive experience at the beginning. Yeah, I got it, insulted if, if a you lot. Ha if you haven't <laughs> listened to the interview with Patrick, he kind of gives a lot of the backstory as well, so you'll kind of know what we're talking about. But uh, you know, you're you're met by a member of the military. And he's barking orders. He's making you line up. There's a lot of like interactiveness, and then you watch a video that gives you a little bit more of the backstory um, about what's going on, why you're being sent into the Lincoln Tunnel, and uh, and to that Tunnel of the Damned. Yeah, and I think that's cool. Is if you are uh, familiar with the Lincoln Tunnel, it does have similar aesthetics. You got the don't you got the green tile. You got the whole uh, you know. It feels like the Lincoln Tunnel. It did a good job. I mean, obviously on a smaller scale. Uh, and then you you work your way into I guess portions of New York is what you'd say is that yeah what you're to be? yeah yeah and things uh, go wrong and I don't want to spoil it too much uh, but um, overall I think that you can see the touches of Horror Nights through the set design and through uh, even the actors portraying didn't they didn't he say they had like a month when like from when yeah, I think thirty days from like when he was on our show yes yeah. was, was how long they had and and, and a limited budget impressive. Yeah set design, like you were saying, like you definitely knew what it was supposed to be. Um, and very impressive set design for, uh, especially that timeline, like constructing some of these things and putting it together and designing it, it, it especially like you said on a limited budget, all that was very impressive. I was very impressed. Yeah. I mean, it was clearly well thought out for, like you said, as little times they had, like even some of like, cause there's different levels. You know, you can you may have to end up going upstairs or going straight. You know, so I thought that he was it, it's definitely the quality of a horror night's house was. There. Yeah, yeah, right. and it so, smelled like one even. Yeah, that was fun. It did have a little bit of that. Here's what I will say though: is uh, go in with 
your head wrapped around the idea that you're going to a haunted house that's on International Drive, right. not one that is on Universal Orlando property. Yeah. I think there will be some maybe disappointment if you go in thinking you're going to see a full-on, as we did two Horror Nights houses today, to that extent in terms of quality and in terms of uh, you know scale. Right. And I'd say if, if there's well, any... yeah, And you even brought this up on the interview with yeah. Patrick, is that when you go to a Horror Nights house, it's in a sound studio. Like yeah. It's in the sound stage. It's, that they it's have gigantic. A, they have a lot of, of room to work with. Yeah. They did not have a lot of yeah. room what to is work this, with. What was the forum before this? Uh, it was a rock show, which is a, um, like a go see Michael Jackson tribute show or go so, see Oh, Prince. so it was like a theater. It was like a theater. A but it was more like an event space, a kind of a blank canvas uh, that they'd set up tables and chairs at di a dinner show. Oh, and right. there is that. I said we didn't experience that. There's part of it of the of the night. There is a uh, like a séance dinner show. Yeah, uh, which we did not do. We just did the house. And I will say the one negative uh, is the length of time, which I guess in somewhat is a good thing. Not really, but it's a good thing in the sense of I wish there was a lot more. Uh, because it goes by very quickly. Yeah. When it is partially probably why they have to do the the multiple iterations. Yeah. Like yeah. if he had a full sound studio to be able to go do that, then I think that it would be the next step and then the final step. Like yeah. he has this narrative, which when we get into the the houses we did today at Horror Nights, you, you understand his mindset yeah. and that it's like, there is a full narrative from beginning, middle to, and end, but he didn't have the space. So it's yeah. broken up into three different right. houses. Right. And so I would say that's my only hesitancy at all in, in whether you're going to go or not. If you're going to horror nights and you're looking for a little, you know, tag on the end or something the night before. Sure. It's an option. It's about 20 bucks to go. And then I think it scales up from there. There's a season pass. There's a version that has the seance, uh, but the, uh, in which the seance thing is more like a dinner show. It's not right. like a real seance. They're not really actually doing anything. These are just actors. Uh, you know that for sure? I, sure? I don't know for sure, but checked? I'm pretty sure some, like I think Prince and Elvis, well, maybe they are. Uh, I used to say. <laughs> I was a joke. No one got it. Um, Cause you know, they're passed away. Seance, right. Yeah. But they also perform in the rock show. Oh. They have the characters. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't think that oh. happens. It was just a joke. Uh, got it. Yeah, it was a little, like, we almost got it. It was almost there. And then there's a bar at the end, and uh, that'd be the only thing is I, I do think the three of us, and, and Scott, and as much as we appreciated the work, uh, there is something left to the length. I mean, if we're, we're really breaking it down from the pre-show to the, we got out of the building was under five minutes. And, and even with the knowledge that it keeps going like i think probably on purpose there's no like definitive end of the house no and you're not like a big end bar, no and, and i said to you i go oh, i think we keep going that way and the bartender said no that's it man yeah. Yeah, that's <laughs> it guys it's over yeah i thought that we like continued through the yeah, bar the, the bar was portion. dark and had like the kind of was like, foggy neon, <laughs> yeah like, yeah it looks like it could be room. part of a haunted house yeah. the bartender's gonna turn around and be a zombie or whatever but no he was uh no, was, yeah, no, he was just, it was over. Uh, so again, I'd say the review itself, if you're looking for the quality, it's there. If you're looking for, uh, you know, time to money ratio, that will be my one thing. Yeah. Whether you're going and spending $20 a person and feel like you got enough out of it, out of a four to five minute experience. Now maybe, and probably with the pre-show, let's, let's be, let's be nice and say seven minutes. Now you may say, well, Horror Nights House is only four, six, seven minutes. True. Uh, but that's not the only thing included in your admission. The other thing is that we went on a Sunday night. Yeah. Uh, it, it was one of the first nights available. Like it, yeah. it, it's just opening. Yeah, they just opened. So maybe the word hasn't gotten out yet. All that. If yeah. there were, if we had to wait at all in line, True. like I don't think our mindset would necessarily like because we were the first people probably of the evening to go through. There were other people there. We got there pretty much as it was opening. Yeah went through very quickly. I feel like if you were waiting and there were like different groups and you're hearing the guy give the orders and everything psychologically, it may feel like it's a little bit longer of an experience than yeah. it was for us, but I loved we, that. Part. It was so efficient was to us that we got there and we were able to do it quickly. I thought the actors were great. I think some of the scares were really fun. Uh, it wasn't, you know, we, we haven't even talked about this. We all went to Nashville Nightmare as well, which is Nashville's premier haunted experience, which is essentially their version of Halloween Horror Nights, uh, which has been majorly scaled down for this year. And we went, 
Uh, and the main part of the scaling down was there was just not very many characters. Right. There weren't many people jumping out at yet. I think they felt like there was, it could have been duplicated people using different spots. Uh, you felt like there was a lot of people in that yeah, house. Yeah, they, they utilized their space well. I also think because of, of precautions and things like that, of course. The, the width of the hallway or, or the, the, that you were going through, which obviously you're in the Lincoln Tunnel, yeah. but it's pretty vast. you felt like you had a lot of room. And I yeah. think that a little bit of that, they could have probably added to the experience if it was more condensed, but you can't do that in that time, yeah, this bro. time period. So I feel like they uh, were definitely aware of the precautions and things like that and did a good job with that. But it also helped because it could probably help the uh, characters to move around. Overall, I'd say, you know, if you're in the area, would I would I say it's something to travel for? No, probably not. But is it something that if you're in the area already, you're looking for other haunted things to do, you're looking to tag on something at the end of your Horror Nights Day or your Universal Day, or you're looking for something just to do with your friends? I have a feeling there's going to be some ticket options and some different things that are going to come up. Keep a watch of what they're doing. And, uh, and go, go in with the mindset that you're also. supporting it as well. Yeah, like go and support them because if, if, if this doesn't work, it's not going to happen again. So... Uh, I'm okay with saying, yes, is it perfect? No. But does it have uh, some of the flair? And do I hope that they continue? Absolutely. And look, these were guys that before uh, Revenge of the Tooth Fairy and Return of the Return of the Bride. Is that what it's called? Return of the Brides? Bride of Frankenstein something. Something. Okay, what, y'all figure that out what that second yeah. one was called while we knew this. Uh, before those were announced, they were responding to a cancellation of Halloween Horror Nights. And you got to give it to them for that, for trying something to uh, help the the appetite of the fan. As well as the city. Like, I mean, yeah. Y- yeah, International I mean, Drive, it's there not, was not yeah. a lot of activity. And so on a normal time, it very much felt like when, when we lived in Virginia Beach, there were like, uh, you could walk the boardwalk of Virginia Beach, and there was a couple haunted houses hmm. that were kind of like almost roadside attraction-y type yeah. feel. Uh, this wasn't like roadside attraction. It was very well produced. But if you were walking after dinner on iDrive in a normal time, and maybe you went and did putt-putt, and you saw, yeah. oh, this Tunnel of the Damned, what's this? Like, I feel like that's very much something you would be – as even a tourist, like oh, 20 bucks, go through this haunted house. Yeah, I'll go do that. Yeah, let's go do this. So I feel like a lot of our perception is jaded by uh, the current climate. Yeah, absolutely. When you look, let's just be honest, International Drive Orlando in general, we've been saying this last couple of days, you know, it's seen better days. And we know that tourism is down significantly. Uh, we know that uh, crowds are down significantly. We, I mean, if you look at International Drive, yes, it was a Sunday night in the middle of the you know fall uh, it's a little different than your typical summer nights, but uh, if any indication, things aren't going incredibly well. Now, that changed a little bit as we go to Universal. Obviously, at Disney, I thought, compared to June, uh, June I came, and it was, when I mean empty, you couldn't see anybody at Universal. You couldn't see anybody at Disney for as far as you could see. I have these crazy photos. It was not like that at all at Universal and Disney. It wasn't slammed. It was the day, it would have been a pleasant day. You know, yeah, if you it would have been gone. the kind of day that you went and were like, my goodness, this is it's great. great. Yeah. yeah. But it wasn't, it didn't feel like there was an eerie vibe the last time I, I came in June. Well, there, was, there was no one there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we were doing, now here's the thing. Did we, again, did we go through it quickly? Yeah. But uh, compared to June where everything was a legit walk gone, you felt like you were the only people in the park. It didn't feel like that. So uh, we got done with Tunnel of the Damned. And again, check them out. Go to their websites. Go if you can. You know, I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll have a fun time, especially if you're tagging it on uh, with something else. And try their other experiences they're having. Um, and, and maybe we can go back and, and you can do the other versions of it. But let's move on from Tunnel of the Damned. After that, we we went to dinner. I don't even remember. Where did we go? Went to a Jerusalem, Jerusalem restaurant. We went to a Jerusalem restaurant. By the way, if you're looking for the best Middle Eastern food outside of Jerusalem proper, uh, you know, in Israel, yeah. uh, go check out Jerusalem restaurant. It is in a strip mall on 192. Very unassuming. You would not expect the food quality you get there. And the food is phenomenal. They have a sign that says, um, keep looking or something better. Harder to find is better or something. It's something to that effect. It's Yeah. Uh, and they've started to advertise around town. Uh, and I've been going there for years. The food is uh, top notch. It's mm-hmm. great. So, all right. So then we came home. We finally went to sleep after a long time hanging with the, with the hot tub. Yeah. At here, here. the beautiful Airbnb. At the world-famous Airbnb and uh, resort and spa. Uh, well, there's a spa. 
Well, I know Bart. Uh, he gave me a foot massage while we were in the hot tub with some of the fine salts, bath salts, not that kind. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah. Kind of salts. Uh, then we went uh, <laughs> from the next day. We woke up this morning and we headed straight to Universal Orlando. And in full disclosure, I do want to say Universal Orlando uh, did uh, help us out with. Uh, go into this and to make sure that we got to experience all the haunted houses and the, all the attractions that were available. So uh, full disclosure there before we go into the review, just like Tunnel of the Damned, uh, they represent, they respect and they understand that there is value in these shows, which is awesome, by the way. It's, it, it's something that we've been working at for over what four, this is our fourth or fifth season at this point. Uh, so it's awesome to here, uh, still be in contact with them. And we have to obviously shout out to Ali Beamer, who always has, who's, who is one of the senior V, uh, not senior, senior, I'll find a proper title. Uh, I'll pull it up. Uh, you know, she works in PR and marketing and uh, has always, if you've heard an interview on this show uh, that came from Universal, it came from Ali. And she's been there the whole time, as long as we've been there. And I have to say, uh, she's been nothing but supportive of us and this show and uh, is a Horror Nights fan to begin with herself, which is awesome. So uh, I do have to first just, you know, give our praise to her and appreciate all that she's done for this show over the years and continues to do, including today, which was to help us out because we wanted to make this trip. And look, we were seeing long lines. We were seeing uh, sellouts and capacity. And for us traveling from Tennessee, we wanted to make sure we can do it. And she made sure that we were assuredly able to do the two houses. Oh, yeah. uh, so we went in first. We had about an hour to kill. And we went on uh, the Jimmy Fallon attraction, which yep. you guys had not done before. No, I had not done it, no. So the race through New York with Jimmy Fallon, we obviously had on the scare zone, uh, see what Finnegan's after party. We had uh, Jason Sorrell, and uh, he was one of the main leads on that. So uh, Really well done. I love that ride. Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's kid-friendly if your kid is of the right height. My son loves it, uh, and he's not like a roller coaster riding kid. He loves it. Uh, and it's super funny. And yeah. that's what I really like about it is it's a genuinely, I know you guys are going to be like, oh, what are you talking about? It's like, no, I, I laugh a lot of times in that ride. The pre-show is good. Mm -hmm. I like the, the rap for the safety procedures yeah. and then uh, on into the ride. So I, I like it a lot. No, any other thoughts? I mean, yeah, it was, it, I was, it was more fun than I, I knew it would be fun, but I actually really enjoyed it more than I thought. Yeah, it would. no, I agree. Yeah. I think to me, the concept of it being a Jimmy Fallon ride, right. I was like, this is just like, you know, an NBC yeah. move, kind of like, yeah. all right, let's get another thing to promote it. But no, it, it, it was really cool, um, really well scripted. Yeah. Like the it's entire funny. thing. It's it, genuinely funny. 100%. Um, it's also kind of a bygone era already of Jimmy Fallon. Right. You know, it's like yeah. the, the, the original era of Jimmy Fallon, which was a little goofier, a little sillier. All the bits. And the bits like and that. the games yeah. and all of that. And I kind of missed that era of uh, the show before I had to get more like hyper political to compete with the ratings uh, when it was just kind of a goofy show. Yeah. So. Uh, no, it was good. It was a good ride. Uh, the theater you're in that moves like it's a really well constructed yeah. concept like room concept um fascinating how they transformed that building yeah. which used to be twister like you there's no i mean i feel like they gutted it and completely rebuilt it, it like, because there's sure it's yeah. the same building. there is no remnant of anything twister in there and i do I like, like that that in that ride, obviously there's like the museum before and that's pretty cool. And yeah. You get to hang out. Uh, I will say for people who are concerned about like, you know, obviously social distancing and all that is it was very limited. There was pretty, I think we were the, there were 20 people when we wrote it, there were 20 people in the theater. I actually yeah. counted. Cause like, how many and you had to leave at least three seats in between parties. Yeah. Yeah. There was a lot of, uh, I mean, it was, it was, quiet enough to where we left empty seats between each other yeah. and had the three seats. So it was, it was very, it felt very safe. Now you're obviously in your mask the whole time. Uh, they were very specific about that. They were mm -hmm. very careful. If you, if I saw many people being told to put their masks on, uh, I did see, uh, we were on ET. Oh yeah. Like shut the ride down for a second yeah. and said, uh, you have to mask keep your mask on, on for yeah. the whole ride. Which you can kind of say that was fun, but it was also like, all right, well we missed out on a lot of the sounds and things. It went yeah. silent for a little bit. And there's part of me. Yeah. that's like, we're going to ride ET in silent. That was kind yeah. of pumped. <laughs> yeah, that would very weird. I would have loved to have done that. That would have just been so creepy. I, I noise, it's been like you had noise canceling headphones on. Mm -hmm. So we did that. And then we did uh straight forward from there. I think we went to, we went the, to the mummy, mummy, which we all did. It's yeah. been a while. I think that you've done it. a long time. And it is wild. It holds up, man. It does. Yeah, it, it was a fun ride. There was, I forget, I think it's because I'm numb to doing it so many times over the last, what, 
20 years? I mean, it's been I mean, pretty it's been close. been a long time, yeah. I mean, I remember when we found out the King Kong closed, Confrontation, and we were at Rock the Universe in 2001. Pretty So <laughs> uh, I assume this thing opened in, what, 2003? Is that what is that where Confrontation used yeah. to be? Yeah, yeah I didn't realize there. that. It was in there. Will and I walked up, and it was closed. We're like... This is like before the, I mean, the, the internet was barely a thing. Right. So it wasn't like yeah. you like knew that there was. Didn't like read Twitter, like <laughs> blowing up. I didn't know there were fan pages and things for, for stuff like this. And we walked up, we're like, where's King Kong? And they were like, oh no, it's closed. And then I remember we walked into the gift shop and they still had the big Kong hand. Mm-hmm. And they were, it was boarded up and Will said, where's Kong? Go, it's becoming a mummy roller coaster. And they hadn't even announced that. We're like, yeah. what? Yeah. <laughs> but also, once again, there wasn't like a really a way to broadcast that. Yeah, so right. yeah. It was like Teamsters. were a lot, lot more loose with the facts back then. They could yeah. just throw them out there and you didn't have to worry about it getting out there. But still 20 years later or so, in 18, 17 years, uh, the ride still holds up. It's a lot of fun. And... Uh, I think those movies have started to kind of have a resurgence. Brendan Fraser's starting yeah, to have a resurgence. Yeah, Fraser for sure. So I think uh, Fraser. 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 Get it right. Yeah, he was in... Uh, oh, Fraser. Right Bedazzled, was it? Yeah, it was it was such Bedazzled. A great film. He was in School, great school Ties. Great oh, film. Great, great, school great, ties. great movie. Yeah. Encino Man. Wow. Encino, classic Ages Encino Man. Yeah. We say that a lot. We still quote Encino Man quite, yeah. quite regularly. Yeah. And then uh, he was in... Uh, Looney Tunes back in action. We're going to go through all of them. Are we just going to sit list Brendan Fraser? Uh, they're all great. I know yeah. people are like, get I'm to the stinking it. houses, guys. Okay, well, this, yeah. Can we do those? No, not yet. Uh, no, I mean... No, oh, I no yeah, it's a Doom it. Patrol. Right. I got it, I got it. And then uh, we met up with Allie. We yeah. saw a little bit of the Blues Brothers. And uh, then we met up and had our... Oh, you had... We had snacks. Oh, yeah, we, Yo, had, we should had, talk about these, actually. Yeah, because all you people care about these. Uh, I'd never had one. Well, I th- I'd had one, just not on Universal property. And if I have, I don't it's remember. Like fair, it was like a fair, fair food. food. Mm-hmm. It was the tater, uh, twisted taters. Twisted taters. Yeah. And you had one, Will, that was flavored. Mine was salt and vinegar, which I like salt and vinegar, potato chips. Uh, it's like the spiral cut potatoes on a stick, essentially, if you don't know what we're talking about. Uh, mine was uh, salt and vinegar. Mine was uh, sour cream and chive. Yeah, and bark. Not onion. I think that's copyrighted. <laughs> yeah, they can't. They can't. Rob- <laughs> Lays are going to come out. Yeah. <laughs> I got the. Well, <laughs> it's like that. I like seeing that lawsuit. Yeah, it's like. Lays files trademark infringement with Universal. So we own specifically, onion. it's a, a trade and practice lawsuit because we own sour cream and S- onion. Yeah, SCNO, if you yeah. know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I got the Frankentator. Yeah, yeah, that I just didn't even want to ask. But you well, asked what it was with was, blood and guts. I assume, yeah. And then I, so I got the Frankentator with blood and guts. Oh, that's the most barbaric order like, ever. Yeah, th- yeah, yeah. Give me that old uh, <laughs> blood and guts. You got the Frankentator with the old I didn't even ask what they were. I was like, yeah. I'm guessing it's probably chili and cheese, but we'll find out. We'll find out yeah, together. See, I thought it was uh, ketchup. Yeah. Well, <laughs> so like blood. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, it should be these squirt ketchup on <laughs> ketchup, it. Hot dog ketchup, ketchup and like <laughs> onions. And, uh, yeah, but and yeah, so it was basically a foot long hot dog shoved through one of those twisted taters and then they covered it with chili and cheese. So It was pretty good. It was my, pretty good. My pretty good. salt and vinegar I would not order again. I would get either the garlic parmesan or the one you got because... It was so much salt and so much vinegar. <laughs> Caked on there. It, like a funnel cake. It burnt my mouth. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I literally am still having, like, a, a rawness. Burn. It was. It felt mm-hmm. like a chemical burn. I had to, good. I had to shake mine off uh, because I was worried. I had a black Scare Zone t-shirt on. I was like, this is good. It was right it's before like we met up. City, yeah. Right before we met up with Allie, and I was like, this, I'm just going to be coming out of here with white powder all over this <laughs> Scare Zone t-shirt, which could mean many a thing. Which right yeah. for the haunted houses. Yeah. Yeah, I want to be well aware. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, and then we did uh, go met up with Allie in front of the Tribute store. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, she was gracious enough to hook it up to where we were able to go visit these houses. And the first one we did was, did we find out the official title? It was uh, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. Universal Monsters, The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. Bride of Frankenstein mm-hmm. Lives. And uh, it's in a soundstage. And I have to say, uh, we were able to do these twice, so I think we can kind of do this at once. Like we don't have to go back, but then we went back again. Oh, yeah, no. like let's <laughs> yeah. let's Just talk. Know that we did it twice. We did wait, them wait, twice. Wait, yeah. Bart, say what was the name of it again? What was the name of it again? No, no, say what the name of it was. The, oh, the Universal Monsters: The Bride of Frankenstein Lives. Ah, oh, sound effects. I just wanted to have fun. Sauce. That was fun. Is that your only sound effect? No, I've got like a. Oh, but I meant for uh, for us. Oh, it's the only one that's uh, spooky. It's scary. <laughs> oh, you didn't create that. 
No, oh. no, it was already on here. Like, if okay. Bart tells a bad joke, I can always do the old. That's why you very... Hey, keep your, keep your finger on right, the button. Let's go back. Okay, let's go. So we go to straight in to yeah. Bride of Frank. So we met someone else uh, from Universal who, who again, I, I, I from I, operations, from operations, uh, helped uh, us out. David was his name. David, right? he got us in there and was super nice. And Allie did the, did the houses with us. Yeah. Gave us a little explanation of, of what was going on. And we went in and. Uh, I, I don't get it. We don't want to spoil too much because we know a lot of you guys are debating where to go. And here's what I will say for this house specifically, which we were not able to record anything in. We were able to record some clips and things uh, for uh, Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. Uh, this house, I mean, clearly these are houses that have been developed. It, I know some people are probably concerned whether these are thrown together uh, for, for, <laughs> yeah. for like this special time offering. Uh, other than the adjustments that obviously had to be made, uh, this house is... Uh, one of my favorites, like one, maybe one of my favorites ever. It is so uh, immersive. There are so many scenes. There's a ridiculous amount of scenes. It feels like in this house and uh, uh, actors. Like it feels like continually there was something. And as Will said, both of these houses actually tell a really uh, clear story for the most part. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're, even if you're unfamiliar, and, and going through it twice really obviously did help because the first time you're just taking it all in to try to you know make sense of everything. But obviously, it's Bride of Frankenstein. Obviously, you see Frankenstein's monster. You see plenty of the other universal uh, classic characters throughout it, and it uh, was really great. Like I don't again, I don't want to like go into extremely specific details, but there are some great scares in here, and uh, I liked. Uh, after the second time, first time around, I wasn't sure which one I liked more. The second time around, I was like, I am, uh, I am all about like this is the best house. Uh, between these two, but also, uh, well, again, it probably creeps into one of my favorites, and that's with all the changes. I was going to say, the first time we went through, I think I liked the Tooth Fairy house better, yeah. but that completely flipped the second time we did them. Uh, and I would agree with you, the Bride of Frankenstein house was maybe top five houses I've ever done. It, yeah. it was really well done. I loved it. The I know a lot of people were probably concerned or, or seeing stuff about the plexiglass. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, if you don't know, there's yeah. plexiglass uh, in front of really any actor, for the most part. There's a couple exceptions, which I saw. Uh, or I just, the plexi was that good. No, I think it was that good, because the second time, I thought that the first, I'm like, oh, that one didn't, but it did. It, did. it just caught the light. Right. the right light. I like that, too. Uh, so most, if not all, actors were behind some kind of plexiglass. Right. Uh, and they were all masked. Mm -hmm. And there was some good and bad with that. We can talk about that, too. I think that's yeah. okay. Uh, the first time you see The Bride of Frankenstein, in the very first scene, this amazing uh, facade, really, that you go through, uh, she's in a mask. And it is a little... Like, I don't know if maybe I just am unfamiliar with the movie and the story. So, But later on, they kind of... Um, they work the mask into the story. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. To where you don't care at all. But the first time you see it, it is a little like, oh, why? Right. The, the first time it doesn't make sense to the story other than she's just wearing a mask. And yeah, because she's trying to you know, stay safe. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, in fairness, though, like I didn't even the first time we went through it, I didn't even notice she was wearing one in the first scene. I was so like just trying to oh, figure out. See, it took me exactly out exactly what it was. Uh, to be when honest, I it was immediate it for me. And I saw it. I actually didn't understand what was happening in the scene. I didn't either until the second time we did it. I didn't know because you got snapped back to reality. I was so fixed. I was like, well, oh, this isn't gonna be. <laughs> this isn't gonna be what I they go, wanted." Yeah. But, but. I will say that quickly dissipated for yeah, me, for but, sure. but it was, it was that first scene. I was just like, mm, yeah, I don't know about this. Like, is this going to be just kind of sad? Like, yeah. is it going to throw us off the whole time? But it didn't. I will say also, uh, I thought sunlight, sometimes that's an issue with these houses where if you go in during the daylight hours, your eyes don't have time to adjust. I think uh, they accounted for that. Well, you would no yeah, problem. It felt like problem. you were in the middle of the night. It felt like there was no problem with that. Uh, it smelled like Horror Nights. It looked like Horror Nights. And for a moment, you were there. So uh, another positive about these two houses right now is uh, we always talk about the Halloween Horror Nights blur, where you kind of everything kind of runs together. And sometimes your nights, you're like, well, what were, was that in this house or this house? And specifically when we do those tours where you're like, bam, 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 hit them up. Yeah. That happens sometimes. This, because there's only two, you could really soak in those two. Yeah. And... Uh, I feel like, again, I fully understood the story. I understood where we were going. Specifically, I mean, I would do it. If you have the opportunity, do them at least twice. Just so you have, uh, you know, again, you have that wow moment the first time around, and the second time you can really take everything in. 
The back to the plexi for one second, though, I think they almost used it to their advantage because the the characters really knew their boundaries well. Mm -hmm. Like they were doing their movements so uh, like almost methodically at that point. Instead of like, oh, well, if this person's accidentally too close, I have to be careful. Like, they could rush to their boundary, and they right. knew exactly where their mark was, and and were able to almost get more genuine scares from me mm -hmm. than normal. And it's another thing also added with that. Having the party separated was really good uh, be to allow them to reset. Yeah. And because there was the, the six feet between parties, and most of the time it was actually a lot more than that, yeah. um, you really, it gave the characters time to reset. So they were able to hit each party individually. And I think that really made for it to be a better experience than sometimes you get on a horror nights. Yeah. And you brought up, Bart, to me uh, before it was recorded that you thought that the Plexi, there's like a, there is an interesting side to it. It does, I think we all can agree. It's not necessarily the same level of scare. Right. Sure. However, especially as once you your mind says, okay, where I see glass, something's probably going to jump out. So you're ready for it. But what I said was like, it, it, so it makes it less scary, but it actually makes it more interesting and more cool because you can just, you don't, you know, usually when you're going through horror nights at the regular time, you get scared and you kind of get, you know, discombobulated. Yeah. And you it almost takes the terror element out It takes out the of terror it. out of it, yeah. yeah. And then you can actually see the, the masks and you can see the set, you know. And I feel like if this is a great year to just go and, and if you're into, like, you know, design and creature design, things like that, this would be a great year to go because you, you really, you feel like you have the time to take everything in, probably because you know okay, that glass is basically a screen, so don't be afraid to just look in. So by the second time we did it, I was looking right into their, just to see them, even before they were right. jumping. Right, and when they would, like, sit there for a moment after, yeah. I would kind of almost, like, take in their costumes yeah. more than yeah. I normally exactly. would, even though I could do that normally. Like, yeah. they, they aren't going to really get you, yeah. but there was that psychological barrier that was helpful to be like, Cool. Oh yeah. Oh, I like the fairy wings that are yeah. attached. Like I wouldn't have noticed that. Like, and as like you're going through, and as when they need to kind of break people up, sometimes you'll get kind of stopped. Again, it's like you. It allows you to be, become more comfortable with the environment. So by the end of the house, you almost you're told you're not afraid because it's almost like these are all familiar to you mm -hmm. or something. So I don't know. I don't know. I really liked this I house a lot. I would do this a hundred times. I think that. Uh, the fact that you get it with your normal parking mission is a great little bonus. It's right. a great add-on. And it's in this one specifically, I'd say, is scary and has some violent moments to it. But it's overall a bit of tamer uh, and a little yes. less on the gore side. Yeah. Now we flip over to Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. Uh, that's kind of an opposite. I was expecting, based off the name, it to be one of the comedy houses. Yeah. Because, you know, there's always the there. one. Yeah, there's yeah. always, like, the uh, uh, the H.R. Puffin stuff or Huffin whatever. H.R. <laughs> Huffin stuff. Well, so, yeah, Puffin Puffin, like you know. Eight, no, it's That's H, what I said. No, H.R. Blood and Guts. What you're talking uh, about. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, that was, it was gory but funny and, and campy. Uh, so that's what I was expecting. Yeah. I was uh, wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I know some of you are like, well, how did you not know? We actually, I, I did it, and we talked about this too, is when Horror Nights was canceled, uh, where everyone else was jumping, other than the vinyl record, which I'm very happy I got, uh, I didn't buy much merch. I kind of disconnected from it. It was kind of depressing me. Like, I didn't really like the idea of like, we're going to still have all this other stuff come out and we're going to buy it. It just like was not working for me personally. Yeah. I didn't like to think about the fact that we weren't able to go. So, when this these houses were announced, I obviously read the descriptions quickly, uh, and but really I've kept myself disconnected from it. I've saw the press photos, a couple pictures, but I know other people have posted walkthrough videos and other. But I've stayed completely away from it. So I've kind of felt the same way. Where I thought it was going to be a little campier than it was. Mm -hmm. uh, even the, one of the press photos they have, you can kind of tell that one of them's a puppet or something like that. That's the mm -hmm. Tooth Fairy. I was expecting that to be more what it is. Uh, no, uh, honestly, if you had a kid and you had to pick which one you'd send them through, I think you'd send them through uh, or a younger adult. Through Bride. Through yeah. Bride, where this yes. one, I mean, there was blood and guts pretty much from like the eating beginning. Eating face off mm -hmm. kind of blood. Yeah, just hanging yeah. body parts. And just, it was pretty. Well, just think of the concept nasty. of removal of teeth. Yeah. And uh, there you uh, Yeah, so I, I think we can talk a little bit about the story. Yeah. Uh, the story. I, yeah. Which. 
this goes back to Patrick. Like, yeah. like the narrative that they created was fantastic. It was equal parts like fairy tale, but like really gory zombie kind of house. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that there was like in really elegant script, the like passages from the narration. Right. And as you're hearing the screams and the horrible sounds, there's like a very proper narration mm -hmm. track over the whole. It was like you're in the cat in the hat ride. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the I loved it. That's I why initially it, I was like, that one was it my was great. favorite. But I, I think the other one overtook it the second time. But my goodness, it was such a fantastic concept. Yeah. And I think it's okay to say the concept. The concept is, if tell me if I'm wrong here, is that what would happen if you're a kid who loses his teeth and you don't want to give the teeth over to the tooth yeah, fairy? Yeah, he refuses. He refuses. refuses. Yeah. And the tooth fairy... Uh, does not respond well. well yeah, say the tooth that fairy's way. not really uh, the kind of person that no. you thought they were. No, and uh, you know it it uh, it breaks apart pretty quick. Yeah. yeah, they take all the teeth, man. And and this <laughs> really game. this house couldn't be any more different. Give me the teeth, but that's I mean I love that they've given us two completely different houses. Right, you know if we're only going to get two, we're going to get two complete you know polar opposites. So, and that's why it's hard to say. I I'm the, I think I'm in the same boat. I know the first time through. I actually liked the Tooth Fairy a little better. The second time, uh, yeah, it totally shifted over to the bride. So basically what we're saying is there's two great houses. Yeah, you know? they're both yeah, great. Yeah. They're both great. If they were going to pick two, I know there's been a lot of hopes and things that there'll be more or that they, you wanted specific IPs yeah. that are clearly promoted in the tribute store. Uh, but take that part aside from it. These are two really, really fun houses yeah. that uh, in our decent length, I'm not sure the exact time it took us to get through but they felt good mm -hmm. uh they're soundstage houses so they're big uh the sets are beautiful in, in all of them they and were they also are also right next to each other yeah yeah which is yeah when we were backstage yeah. we were able to kind of go right real quick but even if not you know your entrances are you know right by uh the rock and the rip riding rocket mm -hmm. uh, where like the stage is uh and then there's another one over in new york by the uh by Jimmy Fallon, like right past right. Jimmy Fallon. Uh, yeah. There's there's the other entrance there, right by the tribute store. And uh, yeah, I loved it. I thought they were both great. And uh, as we get a little later in the season, I think we could talk more specifics. And we should go through yeah. like, oh man, that specific moment. Uh, I will say, I think the Tooth Fairy, the glass was a little bit more pronounced uh, because it felt like they... I, I would put Frank to Bride um, in a similar way to Ghostbusters, where it was big scenes you were watching yeah where uh tooth fairy had a lot of like what should have been in your face scares absolutely yeah oh and yeah. they were yeah, kind of like, it felt a like a bubble. nightmare yeah yeah and they were instead they were like putting a bubble so instead of like where i feel like again though the bride characters were certainly lunging at you and were doing those things a lot of them were those big scenes yeah mm -hmm. that you're supposed to be telling watching kind of walking through the story same with, with tooth fairy but with tooth fairy uh, again, there was maybe a little more defined bubbles here and there, but I will say, did they get me a few times on both houses? Yeah, absolutely. Did I jump a couple times? I see you jump a couple times. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. It happened, which is really fun. I do though. Okay, go ahead. Uh, I was also going to say what I really liked was uh, in. I feel like every uh, person that's creating a house this season is trying to find their way of lifting one of the elements more to still have the scare factor when they have to decrease the the physical scares uh, from from actors. And the one in Nashville, their like response to that was to make everything really loud. Yes. Like hurt yes. your ears like we, loud. We should have worn earplugs. You felt in in, like I said, in pain. And not yeah. like in like yeah. out like Pain. And so things would would all of a sudden it'd go from zero decibels to really loud, really fast, and it would scare you, but it also hurt. Like there was a physical reaction mm -hmm. to it. The the one on I Drive, it was the uh, utilization of the space and, and kind of the different concepts there. Yeah. But uh, this one was definitely the the volume level was consistent with a normal year and i was afraid almost that it was going to be too loud and it was not no, so was that was tolerable. that was helpful and i think they took into account and i don't think nashville nightmare did this and i do think maybe patrick's house did but they definitely took into account is there is an issue with the masks when we're all wearing masks and we could we said it on jimmy fallon we said it on 
uh, we did the Hulk. Will and I did the Incredible right. Hulk, and it was very clear in the haunted houses. Uh, your your scream level, even when scared or when having a good time, or your woohoo level or your excited level, you do not audibly emote near as much. Yeah. And people don't. So that is the one thing when you're walking through, when you're used to walking through a haunted house at Halloween Horror Nights and you see people coming out of the, the we saw people leaving. You're used to people, you know, excited. That was awesome. ah, and then also, so you hear screams. That's kind of gone. And I, I think part of it is the is definitely the mask because you, you get in this weird level where you feel almost like you're just... Uh, watching yeah it's almost safer like, in it, some it, ways it, yeah it's, it's a, a barrier disassociative where you like almost don't feel like you're really there mm-hmm. and you're just watching but there's also the fact of people a little bit being unsure what's socially acceptable yeah. Because they don't want to make other, we've been so uh, conditioned right now to not make your people around you feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. with the situation. And that's, that's a good thing. You don't want to just go make everyone feel freaked out. But at the same time, the fact that there's no response to things, it's like almost, is it okay to to be excited? I mean, before this, how many times have you been in through a, a Halloween Horror Nights Haunted House and someone you don't know has run up and grabbed you right that's yeah. not happening this year that's not happening and it's happened pretty much every year since i've been going for the last right. nearly 20 years will and i've been going to this and the last five years or so how long have you been, how many years have you done four years this has been four this has been fourth yeah. uh for halloween rights is it oh there's always some random person who is scared not looking and hits you or and grabs on and grabs <laughs> yeah. on you or grabs yeah. around your your shoulders or something that always happens it's just part of it's part of communal scaring somewhat because you you have a response that's not happening. Uh, there is no, and, and that's not necessarily a bad thing. But with that, there is that level of, um, of of the natural response not being as high. So I think with that, I would say even the houses maybe were audibly, other than a couple key moments, a little quiet, maybe a little quieter, yeah, uh, because they are taking into the account that you are not, and maybe we're just overthinking it. Uh, that you're not responding. I don't think so because, like you said, we rode the Incredible Hulk and no one made a peep. Even though it's the same ride that you hear yeah. people yelling on for twenty over twenty yeah. years, yeah. and then the other would be um, Jimmy Fallon yeah. that I noticed this specifically during the pre-show when there's it's exciting and entertaining. Yeah, and there are prompts. There are prompts to clap. No one did anything, and then even like the uh, people, the the cast members or, or the the employees at the end of the ride, they're like, "Welcome back! Yeah, yeah you did a good job!" And and like when normally people are like, "Woo!" Dead. Yeah, yeah, silent. Uh, so maybe that was it. That would be your only real note. The two noticeable things are the plexi and the plexi. I don't even mind. If they said next yeah. year. Now, would I prefer there to be no plexi? Yeah. Absolutely. But if they said next year, we're doing the whole event, but it's all behind plexi, sign me up, buy a ticket. I'm there. Express passing it. 100%, 100%. No problem at all. And I understand if, by the way, they decide to do that. Even if uh, we know the state of Florida has lifted a lot of the rules. But we know the parks are playing it safe. I mean, I have never put so much hand sanitizer on my hand in one day in my life. Before you got on any ride, before you went into any house, before you did anything, they made you, they went to each person and put hand sanitizer in your hand. And then hands. it's available at the end of each thing. So yeah. you, and they kind of look at it, you like, you kind of instinctively, yeah, you just, you did it. So I mean, I, no joke, we had to have sanitized our hands 30 times. That's a Easily. very conservative yeah. estimate. If not more. <laughs> And that's all from like so much public so that options. when we rode the Incredible Hulk, <laughs> oh, we yeah. had such a layer because also we had we had the distillery based ones, we had the Purell, we had gel based, we had foam based. Yeah, they got a we lot. All they, they, have a nice, they have a nice variety there. Universal, but so much so that we had this like layer, like a protective. I can still skin feel it. Almost, yeah. that when we rode the Hulk and you go through like the mist <laughs> under yeah. the tunnel. It like reactivated. Yeah. It is like you're, slimy. Your hands are like sliding yeah. off the, off the yeah, harness. I you thought, I was like, I, I told Will for a moment before he was, you know, smart and clear. I go, did they just spray sanitizer on us? <laughs> it to felt like, like they could have. Because it was just like, psh, and all of a sudden my hands were goo. It was, uh, it was gross, but. It was uh, very funny. It was still funny. It was still a fun, uh, a fun ride. And uh, yeah, so, I mean, is there any other details for the houses? Then we'll move to the tribute store. No, I just because no, the tribute store was almost a house, in, a house and in and of itself. itself. Tribute store, man, I was not given it. I've watched some videos of that. Because I honestly wasn't probably going to make a trip for just the tribute store. Uh, I, I wasn't. The tribute store, 
not necessarily in the merchandise options, because I think both of us, I, I still made quite a few purchases. But from the full blown out production of it is amazing. And it's three. It was a three room house. Three to <laughs> three and a half room giant love letter to Halloween Horror Nights and Beetlejuice. Obviously, you've heard us talk about that. And uh, what would you see? The first first one's Bride, I guess, first, technically? The first room is, well, it's, yeah, it's got Frankenstein's monster. It's right a Frankenstein. Like, oh, kind of classic, classic monster. Yeah. yeah. The second room is. Uh, Universe, like how mostly Nordics. the icons, but Jack, you yeah, know, there's a yeah, because Jack, Jack, and Jack but it has all the vi- like vintage posters yeah. for sale, not all like every year, yeah. but all the ones they offer for sale. Yeah, and some stuff you haven't seen online. I have to say, there's quite a few things that yeah. I had not seen on the, their net put online. They had the two, what do you call them, uh, Franken molds. The, the, well, the uh, Frankenstein was called Franken Franken mold. Mold ramas. Mold ramas. And those were two very cool. And that's six bucks, and you swipe your credit card. And it yep. and it creates or take cash or take I, cash. I cash. Oh, I have cash. I use credit card, and I uh, I know that you got the Frankenstein. I got Frankenstein. He's downstairs, and I got the the jack o' lantern. Mm-hmm. And one of our previous guests, I'm not sure if it's public information, so I'm not gonna say. One of our previous guests sculpted the pumpkin. Oh, oh that's uh, cool. So I, uh, you know, shout out to him. I know he's listening, and uh, he'll probably get in some sort of political debate with me later. But you know what? <laughs> We love each other. Uh, it's I mean, not, but I'm saying that. I don't know if he doesn't he, he, tolerate me. But I sent him the name. He's very excited. I bought it. Um, and it's a really cool piece. And I love it. A lot of very unique, like almost one of a kind type stuff. Like they had the airbrush jack hat that was yeah, cool. Yeah. And I almost bought that, but my they head is too big for it. Hand painted, uh, like almost like they reminded me of like sugar skulls, but they weren't. Oh, yeah. They were just like hand painted. Yeah. Skulls. Real skulls, yeah. almost yeah. looking, um, that were pretty cool. Some big collect- and- yeah, collectible items. And then I, uh, I, re- I really loved it. That if we're gonna go with just production, obviously, I think that the, the icon ha- room is my favorite. But uh, the bride room and the Be- if you're a big Beetlejuice fan, I'm sure. I mean, I'm a, like a, I'm like a, pr- compared to probably a lot of our listeners, I'm like a very baseline Beetlejuice fan. Yeah. like I like it a lot, but I, I can't quote it. You know, I've seen it a handful of times in my life. I've always enjoyed it. Uh, my wife is a huge fan, mm-hmm. so like if they had been a, if there had been a Beetlejuice house theoretically in theory, if that had happened, uh, we told that would have been the house she chose to do. Uh, but you got some of those big iconic moments from the movie in the store, which was cool. They also had the bakery, yes. And I have a pro treats. tip for this one. So and they're actually really cool. There were some like donuts that were giant. They're they had cute. like an eyeball yeah. in the middle. They had like a Frankenstein cookie. They had uh, uh, some macarons that were like Halloween themed. And like they have the beating heart candy. Yeah. yeah. They had a lot of cool what? stuff. <laughs> I don't know what this was. They have, a, it's like a, I, I guess it's like a jelly candy. I don't know. It beats. But something, they have it like on a sheet of ice and something makes it pulsate like a beating heart. But they did also, this is a tip, if you're interested in the bakery items, because they were, they were pretty cool looking, um, and you go, I would go there early, because they, by the time we went back in the store, and that wasn't even yeah. the end of the day. No. Oh. And they were almost all sold out. Wiped out. And so they, uh, the I, I overheard one of the, and you got to think, you know, the capacities are lower, and they're still selling out of those treats. That they they only make a fixed amount a day, and they're not doing a ton of overage because they they don't they don't really have a ton of gauge on how right. popular it's going to be that day. And so the one of the employees was like, "Hey, this is all we have. Like, hey, if if you come back or something, you're really interested in seeing this, do it earlier because when we went first thing in there, it was, yeah, it was uh, and it was stocked. actually we'd done two rides at a house. Yeah, it was like quiet, it wasn't that first. Yeah. They had pretty much everything, but then they kind of sauntered out uh, quickly. Yeah. So if you're interested in the bakery items and seeing that, even just seeing it was cool, uh, do that earlier in your day, not in the afternoon. All right. And you want to talk about what you got, Bart? Did you just buy the Moldorama? Uh, in the tribute store, I only got the Frankenstein Moldorama. No, you also got a mask. Oh, I did get a mask a ma- earlier. Which is a day. very cool yeah. mask. Uh, I got the, the Frankenstein Universal mask. Um, Classic '90s logo. Yeah, um, the one I always associate with 
at Universal Studios. This show is recorded at Nickelodeon Studios at Universal Studios Florida. You just want a trip to Universal Studios Florida. I love that. I love to double there when they'd win a trip to Universal Studios Florida, but they were already at Universal Studios Florida. So I was always like that parent somewhere just going, oh, you're kidding me. I'm going to come back. They probably probably live up the road. And they did that. The Fear Factor win tickets to Universal Studios Florida. It was a big old switcheroo, man. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I forget what but as a oh. kid, I was like, I want to win him. I know. <laughs> Your sister was on Legends of the Hidden Temple. She was on two different episodes. Yeah, it didn't do so well. No. Uh, no. Never, didn't make it past that swimming stage. No, her partner was garbage. Awful. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, learn how to swim before you go on a, a television show that clearly has a swimming stage. Yeah, we've all seen it. Yeah, you know what the <laughs> yeah. first challenge is, <laughs> yeah. dum-dums. All right, what, Bart, what else did you get? Uh, oh, I got a, I got uh, one of the retro T-shirts from 26 with Chance on the front. Oh, Chance oh that's logo. cool. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. There was a little Easter egg in the store because you could get phone cases of the uh, of different icons. Yeah, like, you know, put, they'll put your name on but it. At the bottom, you can get your name, and the Jack icon had the name James on it, which is uh, kind of fun, which I also uh, wonder if some of the others... We're related. We're related. Yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure they were. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure they're connected. But that one, obviously, we know James. Uh, he's been on the show before, and, and he's a good guy. And uh, we missed him earlier in the day. I know he was around. Oh, uh, but uh, so from there, I picked up because I, I was I wasn't sure what I was going to get. We we all had the discussion before for what we do for a living for the age of our children. There's not a lot of horror related uh, apparel. That I feel comfortable right. wearing. Yeah, uh, Kiss is about as far as it goes, and I'm usually not wearing things that are disturbing. <laughs> uh, so the options, though, are always a little limited for Halloween Horror Nights. Mm-hmm. And trust me, if you had told me I could buy Sweet 16 posters and all these in my favorite year, uh, I would have been all over it. But I really have nowhere to put this stuff because it has a severed finger, and you know, I have that shirt still, but it just sits in my closet with the puffy paint. You know, puffy blood. Yeah, like a PCB, baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I, I love those, but it's just not right now in the phase of life I am to wear those. So as much as the shirts were really cool, and some of the big boy sizes were uh, not available, uh, I, I, though, picked up the hoodie that says, which, which we are be talking about the hoodie funk. We talked about that on Reprogram, mm. which is that I just feel like now is about to be hoodie season. It's starting to become hoodie season. He's in Nashville. And when you look through your hoodies, there's something about I need. I said I need to get some fresh hoodies. Yeah, They're like the year they sit there, the eight months they sit there, they accumulate just this a nice layer of funk. Yeah, just like a, a like a sweat. Yeah, it's like they've been sweating for a year. That's why then, they call them sweaters. No, you know the actual material. Like it just feels like they're just dusty. I guess is what it is. It's yeah. really dusty. We're doing a lot of uh, jokes that none of us are catching. <laughs> no, I got it. I know I got a sweater. I got it. I uh, the fabric. I know. And then shut your mouth. It's eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> We've had a long day. Yeah. Went up for a long time. Well, I took a nap at six thirty. You're a real so big boy. You were smart. So I love the front of this one. It says Halloween Horror Nights. It's kind of a, a, a not so terrifying font. And then the back has uh, the the five you know icons. Kind of slashed through. A little debatable blood, but not bad. Not bad. It's like splatter. It's fine. Yeah, it's more of a splatter than it is like a severed finger. Blood. Yeah. So I picked up that. I got shot glasses. I originally was going to buy all the shot glasses. You know what they didn't have? What? They Big old shooter. Yeah, they don't do that. I think that encourages bad things, and I think they don't yeah. like that anymore. Because it used to be like drunk, real drunk, super like it was uh, like the third bad. leg was yeah. like was like dead. And you're like, okay, this is probably not. Yeah, but it also said on the bottom like what it was always categorized as on the you know you look at the price tag and it says like what it is like shot glass yeah. or or face mask. <laughs> it's yeah. uh, flower vase. Yeah. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> flower, flower vase. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, someone's called it a vase. Well, no, a bu- uh, no. I think it was, I think it was like more spit, like a bud vase. Like it was like for like a single stem yeah. or something. Yeah, you you know. buy that at the, the yeah, yeah, gas station smoke, too. Smoke shop, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, so I got that. I was gonna get all the shot glasses. But they were ten bucks a piece, and some of the some of the years mean nothing to me. Uh, I did not attend, nor am I like a especially the earlier some of the earlier years. But I picked up the first. I got Fright Nights. I got the Jack, and I got the Chance. Because uh, I think that, that kind of felt like a nice little trilogy that I could put together. And I think that was it. I got the Moldorama. Oh, and I got the print. You got the print. Yeah. Which, yeah. Uh, uh, fun fact about that print, it's this giant Jack print. I thought this would be great if we saw James. I'd get him to sign it. You know, He signed my bust of Jack that I have. It's like, it'd be cool. It's a really cool looking print. It's only 30 bucks. It's it's really big. Yeah. Uh, it comes, though, on like mounted and sealed um 
like, like a cardboard backing. Yeah, kind of but thing. it's humongous. I thought it was going to come ramp, like uh, rolled because mm-hmm. you have to ask for it. And then they stuck a bag. They taped another bag on it so you have a handle. So I'm carrying this giant thing out of the car. Uh, but then uh, one of my friends, or Scott, who you know, obviously Scotty Tuhati, he said, no, that, that's how it comes, but it's not mounted to that. You can just roll it up. So I don't know why it's like that, but it's um, it's yeah, a bit who bulky. Wants, who wants a, like a two by three <laughs> walking yeah. around? With I mean, if I had not waited till the end of the day, I don't know what I would have done. Yeah, I, I don't know either. Put in, couldn't put it in a locker. Right. I mean, that's the yeah. thing is that like the lockers are small and couldn't put it in there. So I don't know what you have done either. Yeah. I probably would have just left it. Could you, you hold this? Under the desk. <laughs> yeah, well, probably. <laughs> just set it on a bench and it's hope like, it's there yeah, later. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the hall, like, well, hopefully it's still here after the Hulk, but you know, well, I can't miss the Hulk. stashes it in some bushes. <laughs> yeah. So like, you can't put this on the Hogwarts Express. This doesn't even fit. <laughs> to no, put no, that the <laughs> overhead bins. They're, put they're always surveilling you, you by gotta the way. you got to put that with the strollers. Oh, yeah. We'll yeah. say that. Uh, we do it at the Hogwarts Express. They made sure to know you better not take your mask off while you're riding in this capsule. Right. Because there's little things like you're being watched. And clearly an area. And they announced it yeah. over the thing. Yeah. And they thought it was, yeah. I mean, that may go back to pre-masks, though. I'm sure there's probably not. other things going on in there. Maybe I just forgot about it. I, mean, I don't they remember. They didn't it, announce it, no. too. Because right. they, and they announced it in conjunction with keep your mask on the whole yes. time. That placard may have been there. I don't remember it, but. It felt much more intentional. But yeah. They make an announcement. There is that. You know, there's an announcement every 15 minutes or so, probably. Of, mask on. Hey, just a reminder. It's very dystopian. A little. Just a reminder. Hey, guys. Uh, hey. It felt like that Banksy Park. <laughs> no, no. I'm kidding. Uh, and that was... We did look at some of the other horror stuff. There was um, those... Uh, what do you, what'd they call them? Scarecrows? Oh, yeah. The, the scarecrow... I tagged it. Uh, well, we saw the one coming off. Uh, what was Mummy. it called? Scares. What do you call it? Scavenger hunt. Yeah. Was mm-hmm. it the scare zone? Or was it the, the scare zone podcast no. meetup? It was the scare crow stash or something. Look Bart. at <laughs> look at the, look at our look at our Instagram. I mean, I I hashtagged it. Uh, I posted a lot. I'm sorry. I know. Well, that's good though. Well, it's got to be one of these. These uh, <laughs> cool dudes. What's that one? What is that? What is that? <laughs> no, that's the sky. <laughs> oh, we do not look I'm like done. cool dudes. We do not. <laughs> no, no, we're sitting around here with some tiki birds. Where are these things? Scarecrow <laughs> stalk. It was called the oh, Scarecrow. Right. Yeah, it's good. That's a good one, Logan. I'm glad you could have total recall on that. Just pull that right up. <laughs> scarecrow hashtag Scarecrow stalk, and uh, they're all over. I took quite a few pictures of them. The one in the the two are my favorites. The one in the main Universal Orlando store. Like when you first, like the, that yeah. one is huge. Yeah, in front, of, like front of the, the park. Yeah, it's gigantic. And honestly, you maybe miss it if you didn't aren't like going to get Shrek gear like I was. Uh, you may not stop in there because you've already gone to the tribute store. Was that one bigger than the one that was uh, in the transform? The Transformers, Transformers one was. That's my favorite. Terminator one. or something. There's one that's Transformers. That yeah, it's a Transformer and Jack O' Lantern skeleton man. Yeah, he's got a, he's got a pumpkin in his belly. Did he? Yeah, I thought it was in his belly. Was it? I thought it was. Yeah, I think the the robot. I think you're right. Okay, it wasn't like. A, so it was like um, what do you, the Krang from the Ninja Turtles. Very similar. Yeah, yeah. Very similar. It's like that was the idea. Dude. Yeah. Oh, that's that. what I'm gonna do this year. I'm gonna build a big Krang. But Jack Lantern has told me. Okay, we got two and a half weeks or so, three weeks to do that. Okay, I know. Yeah, I know. I think in, if you can throw up a haunted house in 30 days, you can build yeah. a Krang with a pump I, I feel like <laughs> I know weeks. a Krang guy. <laughs> I got a guy. Yeah, if anybody Chris, has a guy. Yeah. Chris Wilkins, you're listening. You get to work. That was very specific. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Build me a crank. Yeah. Build me a crank, Chris. <laughs> uh, um, and there is like trick or treating. Yeah. We, I we didn't really see we that. Didn't participate. I didn't see it, but then when we were leaving, islands, right? they were leaving, there was a guy on the announcement going, hey, I see a lot of you guys are trick-or-treating. And then I looked around, and a lot of people had bags of candy. Oh, I, didn't so I, think, was, I think it was Islands. It was, yeah. yeah. And, and encourage kids and adults to dress up. I will say right now, I did not see uh, really anyone in costumes. one dad Except in a for Harry Potter. Yeah, uh, but that didn't count. But they always. were like full costumes. Yeah, that's normal. I think that's always, though. But yeah. I will say that there were a lot of people in, I have to say this, when we walked in, a lot of people in Horror Nights related. Yes, 100%. Gear. Oh, yeah. Sure. A lot more hats, than I was expecting. Masks. Which, and honestly, it was a Monday in the beginning of October. 
Yeah, and this is and a it was first. Busy. This was the first weekday yeah. that any of this has been open, so it was it was nice to see. I, uh, we ate at Mythos. We did. did. It was good. That was another first. The whole trip report here. Hey, you liked uh, you liked the apps. Oh, the apps were great. We had a. Some sort of shrimp sushi roll that Bart yeah. uh, picked, and that was actually one of my favorite things. Yeah. Then we had a Spanakopita dip, which is kind of like a, a spinach artichoke kind of style dip that was really good as well. And then you guys had the lamb, lamb burger, lamb yeah, solid. And I, I had the what was it the grilled chicken balsamic sandwich. chicken sandwich, which doesn't sound that exciting, but it was like really good. Yeah. So I was, was a, very happy with that meal and the drinks I, were good. I had not eaten at Mythos in many moons. They're going to take a screenshot of me doing that face. I was just trying to not sneeze on you gentlemen. I've been trying to do the oh. same thing for a while so I've been doing a lot of a lot of flower vases. Uh, <laughs> hey, just shut your mouth. A lot of those vases. And I put flowers in every one. Mm-hmm. Uh, the... Where, I lost my train of thought. Me, those. Me, those. Me, hadn't eaten there in a while. It was still very good. We got the, uh, the what is it, the power punch? The God. potion of the gods. Potion of the gods. Stick with that. The don't, power punch. Don't get the. Did that power punch? Do not get the old fashioned. Wasn't fantastic. Oh, yeah, we didn't talk about it. It had too much uh, Grand Marnier. Oh, I didn't in know it. you got one. Yeah, they added Grand Marnier to it for like the orange flavor. And it. Grand Marnier. In concept. Uh, good idea. It just it did, wasn't executed very well. And it had like the. Like just a lot of bar ice in it. Just yeah. go with the potion of the gods. Yeah, that's what I you mean, need. When you're there, it's, it's good. When you're there, you're family. Yeah. <laughs> Is it Fazoli's? It's not Olive Garden. I think that's Olive Garden. Oh, you know, well, it, it looks a bit like same. a cheesecake factory. But it, it does. It looks yeah. like the cheesecake. If the Flintstones, there's a lot of caves in yeah. in, uh, <laughs> if the, in in islands. Yeah. Yeah. You know how the Flintstones had like things that were related. Yeah, it'd be like if the Flintstones had a cheesecake, cheesecake factory. factory. That's it's, good. It's a good. That's a good analogy. Yeah, I like that. But I really liked it. Yeah, and. Bonnie. We saw, we went back, we got the, we went back to the tribute store. Cause the first time we went through, we just looked around. Then we went back. Yeah. We did some shopping. We did, we went to ET. We had met up with Scott again and Keeks. And uh, that was the, that was about our day. We rode uh, Kong. How many oh, steps? Yeah, we did ride Kong. The one room went out, which was weird. Yeah, there was, was a couple good. weird moments in Kong. Uh, one, the entrance, we didn't get to do the big entrance, which I was a little bit bummed for you guys. Yeah. Uh, but then also. Oh, yeah. It's a really cool entrance. There was a there was a technical like a problem. Reset where yeah, the screens all turned off and turned back. On. Yeah, we're, yeah. So that happened, and it was fine. No, it's, it's still fun. It's like we were in a loading screen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I almost because it kind of went back. Yeah, it reset, and then uh, you got to look at the big, beautiful King Kong yeah, animatronic. Right before you it's a very violent ride. Yeah, mm-hmm. Kong takes him to task. Man. Yeah, yeah. He, like old uh, breaks a jaw. The old T-Rex. Johnny clashes the guy. <laughs> Johnny uh, Clash, that's right, man. Johnny Mortal Kombat? Cage. Johnny Cage. Oh, Johnny Cage. Johnny Cage. Johnny Clash is a mix-up of Johnny Johnny Cash. <laughs> we should start Johnny Clash. Johnny Clash is a punk band that plays Johnny, Johnny Cash music. Yeah, social distortion. Exactly. So it's we should, been done. No, I think we should have Johnny Clash, which could be a new cartoon. Right. Okay. Johnny Quest. What am I thinking of? Johnny Cage. Yes. Who, in the middle, beginning of uh, Mortal Kombat 2, gets the old. Snaps a neck? Neck snap. Thanks for the spoiler, Logan. Never saw that one. Well, you're not missing much. Retribution, whatever it's called. I don't know. I said, well, does Raiden do it? Uh, Always been a big Raiden fan myself. I think it was the guy with the arms. Octo? No, what was his name? The Big Boss Man. Yeah, uh, uh, Sheer Khan. <laughs> big, a big, it was Big Boss Man. Yeah. You know, from, from, from Cobb County, Georgia. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Ray Trainer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ray, yeah. Uh, <laughs> now we're losing it. All I'm right. getting tired. Yeah. Uh, is, uh, anything else we want to bring up? We'll go into more detail later on uh, the houses, but uh, I feel pretty good about that. It's a great day. I mean, thank you to Universal. That's- thank you. Got a lot of pictures at Finnegan's. Yes, we did. We took some pictures at Finnegan's. They have Finnegan's merch now, by the way. They did not have any bigger sizes. I would have picked up a shirt. Uh, but we're glad to see that. And try to think what else we did. We did ET. We did ET. Mm-hmm. They did that. Was it? Well, we talked about that. That yeah, that's what they not. actually shut off the audio to yell at somebody, put the yeah. mask back on. Will and I were in the Cat in the Hat. When we were kids, and uh, we got yelled at many a times for what. Do you remember that? Like you and some other dudes, we were with some other cool dudes. We were in there and you were like, you were like, there was someone watching us, you know, like on a video screen. And then y'all started like flirting. 
Do you ever remember this? And like eventually, like we started writing notes, and holding the up the, the notes because there was no one that we kept doing the cat in the hat, and yeah. y'all would hold up notes, and she would respond. This was like in maybe two thousand. Don't think I was there for that. You were definitely there. It was Logan, Where would we have had a pen and paper? It was. <laughs> <laughs> this That's was where the, your story falls apart. Oh yeah, apart. you're not a man with a notepad. Uh, <laughs> Not when I was 15. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, that part of the story may not be true. But <laughs> no, like, look, there was part of yeah, writing notes, a look, notepad. Hey. The, you can find the security footage. I'm sure it's <laughs> somewhere in some hard drive. Uh, <laughs> but I remember I was talking to her and then like them interrupting the ride and being like, boys, yeah. settle down. I don't remember that you at all. You the day you lost your sunglasses. I remember I losing my sunglasses. <laughs> we also lost your cell phone. Both of those, two yeah. different trips. Oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Can't even take cell phones on the Hulk anymore. <laughs> I know. I think we're the reason. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, all right. Let's hey, wrap think, it up. Yeah, that was good. All right. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for watching. If you don't want to uh, just listen to this on our podcast, you know, majority of you listen. Uh, we are also. I got very nice. Well, I know you muted everyone else. Nice. Just pulled it down a little bit. Is there any last words you want? Uh, uh, buy Emily Moonlight on Amazon. My book. And they they didn't, didn't have that at the at the. Tradition. They don't sell that here yet. That's so good. And Marrow recently updated. Marrow recently did a re-release on the second anniversary, so these are all expanded edition. No, I just went in and there were some things. New I cover. To tighten up. Change some bits New and bobs. Cover. Change some bits and bobs. How's your father? Wait, Bob's your uncle. <laughs> <I don't... laughs> we lost. Bart. Yeah, we need, we need to end this now. I don't think that's bad. I don't know. If it's bad. Know. Y'all tell your British people. Tell us. I don't know who uh, Bob anyway. is. Uh, <laughs> it's your I, uncle, apparently. No, my uncle's name is Steven. <laughs> I met him. He's done a quiz nose. Yeah, he likes to party. Yeah. <laughs> I want to share that Uncle Steven likes to party. Yeah. No? Okay. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers to Uncle Steven. All right. Well, uh, and then you can find Will on the podcast. That's right. You can find us doing the Logan Secular Reprogram, and you can subscribe. All those things. Not nah, Bart's stuff. Catch, <laughs> catch us drinking at Marty Gravel's. Yeah. It's all on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> guys, looks, let me just do my plug here. Yeah. All right, hey, YouTube, I'm gonna mute that. YouTube.com slash Logan Secular Reprogram. Uh, find it all there. You can also again find us on all your favorite podcast players. Subscribe, like, write us a review. Again, thank you to Allie and thank you to everyone at Universal. Thank you also to Patrick and everyone at Tunnel of the Damned. Uh, what a heck of a trip. If you want to stay right here, you could come bring your friends. Y'all could all record a podcast around this very table. All you got to do is go to Airbnb.com. There is availability throughout the year and the upcoming group booking into 2022. So if you're looking for a great place to stay, this is the most comfortable place that you're going to find in the Orlando area where you're going to enjoy yourself, enjoy the privacy, private pools, the pool table over there. We're in a tiki lounge. There's a movie, you know, theater game room. Private pool. I said that already, but I'm going to say it again. Is there a private pool? There is a private pool and a spa, hot tub, and a lot you're more. Trying to, you're trying to prompt me. Can I get a hot tub? No, yeah. Well, you know, Will wrote that line originally for that ad. No, that's not true. Well, I think uh, we've taken as far as we can go. We've done a good hour seven, and I think that's a nice place to stop. And until next time, and as always, we'll see you at Finnegan's.